Welcome to Let's Talk Canine Fitness with your hosts, Katerina Mattioli and Dr. Leslie I. Join us for the monthly podcast on all things dog fitness. Young, old, overweight, or athletic, our passion for canine fitness has you covered. Welcome to a special edition of Let's Talk Canine Fitness. I know it's been a little while since we've recorded, but this is going to be a really special podcast because rather than talk, have Katerina and I discuss a topic, I'm going to interview her. So I'll be asking all the questions. She has to come up with all the answers, and we're going to learn a lot about her and FlexMed. So I'm going to introduce her first. Of course, we all know she's the owner and founder of Flexiness Canine Fitness Equipment. The company was started in 2012, which is kind of crazy to think that that was 12 years ago, but I'm sure, I feel like it was just yesterday. Um, we first met, myself and Katerina first met in 2016 while she was taking the CCFT program and I was teaching it. And it was an amazing time and we stayed in touch and have worked together, together ever since. And I was really excited to, to get to meet her and go from there. So. I kind of feel like I should say, welcome to the podcast, even though it's your podcast. <laughs> but Thanks for uh, having me. <laughs> you're welcome. So hello, I'm going to dive right in. I'm going to go for all the hard-hitting questions. Tell me why you first started Flexiness. What was your inspiration why did you want to do it so as you might know my background is uh i'm 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 coming from design graphic and uh my in my second life period i started as a canine physiotherapist so completely different field i i was always um into dogs and always liked would have liked to work with dogs but it wasn't a possibility i once had a shop where i sold design stuff so i made um i had a clothing line for dogs once and then my uh the when i started with the physio um there was i was always interested in more working with um healthy dogs, sporty dogs, to more prehab than rehab. So uh, there was the question of, of equipment. But back then, uh, there wasn't a lot of equipment out there. And the available, uh, available equipment had colors like yellow, red, blue. So that those, all these standard colors, which is not matching my personality <laughs> so <laughs> um i i i like um uh, all these um uh, blue purple pink shades and uh yeah so that's um how i started my own i have 
as I said, I had this clothing line for, for, for dogs. So I was already familiar with uh, producing products uh, in Asia, importing and exporting. So that was very easy for me to start, uh, start a business. Um, yeah, and I wanted to do something I like because I'm a visual person. So I, I need the products I work with to make me happy. I mean, I, I know the dogs don't care what colors the products have. They, they really don't care. <laughs> but I, when I look at my products or the Flexness products, uh, they make me happy. And that's what I wanted. That's why I started. And I started this for my girl, Lexi. That's why the company's name is Flexiness. So we have flexibility, a little bit of Lexi in it. No, actually the whole Lexi in it. And then the Ness is uh, with the F is the fitness part. So that's what Flexiness is. Very cool. I, I love that. <laughs> no, I, the, I, I always... I just think it's so innovative, like the name, because yeah, most people like flexiness, I, it makes very much sense to me from the like exercise part of like flexible mm -hmm. fitness going together. But I also find it really cool that you brought your, your dog's name into it as well. And that she was a big inspiration for why you wanted to do it and why you wanted to create products. Yeah, that's that's the motor behind everything. I mean, in the end, I myself are my first client. That's how I breed my dogs. I breed for myself and I actually, I produce these products for myself this is why you will never get uh, my my our friend barbara you <laughs> you remember you know her her favorite color is orange i hate orange and she always says can't you make a product in orange no never and if if each and every single one of flexiness clients make a pet petition to ask if the twin disc or whatever product is made in orange no. No, that's not that's not happening because I'm doing these things. Yeah, it's for, and first of all I make them for myself. For the needs I have, I see in my work with my own dogs and of course with my clients dogs. Yeah. I'm working with the I have a brachycephalic breed which is um yeah, very difficult in Europe. Uh, at the moment, we have all these animal rights people. They they are banning or bashing these breeds as very unhealthy, and uh, also a lot of veterinarians um, treat owners of these dogs um, almost like criminals. And uh, a lot of people feel welcome uh, in my studio, feel feel welcome with my products because they see uh, these products uh, promote a healthy brachycephalic breed. Yeah. And, and, and they know when they contact me and ask for advice, uh, I will not tell them that why they bought this dog or ask them yeah. why they bought this dog. Yeah. I think um, that's something 
is obviously very unique about you and flexiness in general and something that I've always really respected about the company is that like you are trying to look at all dogs and the differences and not just being like well I can I can make this one thing and it works for the average size dog and little dogs and big dogs will just have to figure it out um which is something that I think you know especially coming from human products that were made first like introduced into dog fitness it was kind of like one size fits all figure out how to make it work for your dog Mm -hmm. and um and we'll talk more about this definitely but like just the innovation of like hey let's look at different dog sizes let's look at different dog structures and you know, what can I do to help them have a better experience? So I really appreciate that, especially not just from the fitness side, but coming from the rehab side as well, because I do, or the physio side, because I feel like that's where, honestly, I'm usually presented with more like variety Mm -hmm. in shapes and sizes of dogs is on the physio rehab side. Yeah, I feel like fitness is still kind of you know mostly that average size sports dog that's that those are the people that are interested in it and it's branching out more and more but it's definitely like especially for little dogs I see the little dogs first in physio and then I can convert them to fitness because you know those people they're like oh wait can I like do this with my other little dog that's healthy and I'm like yes start them let's do it so yeah that's that's the people I want to motivate to do because a lot I can do that with my dog I thought it's only for sport dogs because you always see the ever uh, the 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 border collie doing it Mm -hmm. and and that's I want to show them hey your dog has these needs too and you can do it. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. So we touched on this a little bit already, but let's talk a little bit more about like, what did you do before canine fitness? And how do you think that really helped you with your understanding of being able to design products and, and make good choices for for your products <laughs> how much time do we have yeah <laughs> <laughs> i actually did a lot of things before i i um yeah I, I i worked in agencies as a designer as a graphic designers i um uh yeah i have a degree in that i uh also uh worked as a bartender i was i have a degree as a makeup artist i used to do uh some hair extensions i had hair extensions business once so i had a lot of contact with a lot of different people (laughs) and um yeah that's why that's how i uh i had to um i sold clothing for kids once that was uh, when I was at the uni so I I, I did a lot of different things Uh, until I found 
um, the courage to completely change, to follow my passion, to do something with dogs. We always had dogs. Um, I always did things with dogs, but <coughs> uh, I wanted to do it professionally. So that's when I started the physio thing. And what always, I, I always knew I'm not the rehab person. That's not, that doesn't mirror my personality. So I always knew I want to do something active. Um, yeah. That's what I did in my pop before in my life before <laughs> before flexiness <laughs> before going. What I really appreciate about that is is that <laughs> did the like you you did the physio education. Mm-hmm. So um, just to kind of explain terminology real quick because. I know those in the U.S. might not understand the words. Um, basically, kind of Europe, Canada, almost almost like the rest of the world um, calls physical therapy physio or physiotherapy. So mm-hmm. if you hear a saying physio, you can translate that to physical therapist. So, um, and again, just so people understand in rehab, in, in animal rehab and dog rehab, there's kind of two ways to get the credentials to, to work with animals. You can either come from the veterinary side or you can come from the physical therapist physio side. So if you have either of those degrees, you can then add on and specifically um, focus in animals and then work with animals. And so I think, again, what what I'm impressed by is that you knew you didn't want to do like the rehab side of things. And you you could have just said, well, I'm only going to do the fitness education then because I really know I only want to work with healthy dogs. But you took the the time and, you know, everything that goes into it and still got the physio education so that you really understood how their bodies work. And like, I, I mean, there's just a lot more studying and information that goes into the the physical therapist, physio side than the fitness side of things. And I so, also, while I was doing the physio education, I was uh, uh, at the same time, I did a dog trainer education. I did that too. So I really want to have the a very good foundation in all aspects. So when... People might uh, might wonder, yeah, what, but where, why is she designing products? Uh, maybe I have to go very back in my own history so that people understand. I, I'm I, I'm coming from an artist family. My father was a sculptor, so I when I was a small child, he made sculptures with the very high, so thirty meters or something like so, very big um, metal. Uh, he was uh, kind of famous uh, in in this area in Switzerland and um, Europe. So uh, I know how to build something 
from start something that uh, so I have this 3D thinking building process already. Um, yeah, I just I just have this ability to to, to do it. So and I I had all the graphic and also uh, my education also had the different my um, artist education also had different um, parts where we also did architecture and things like that. Yeah, like so understanding like the structure of things Mm -hmm. and what needs to go into it to make it actually feasible Um, because Mm -hmm. yeah, like I can come up with a design. I can be like, oh, you know, these are the things I want and this would be really cool and send that to you and you could go, yeah, there's no way that could be built. Mm -hmm. Like if we try Mm -hmm. to do that, it's just going to collapse or, you know, you need that knowledge. You can't just be like, Oh, I came up with this thing and make it like you. Yeah, it. I mean, with with my with the newest product, we are finally getting next week. Uh, there was this. Uh, um, yeah, I I designed it myself. I the the way to find how these blocks connect and 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 to make them safe for the the the, the, the thing that you have we have. To make them safe for different sizes of dogs. I mean, if you if you produce a product for a human, for example, you have you have the same, but the range that it works for uh, <coughs> is not that the, the difference is not that much like in dogs. Yeah. I mean, you have the you have the, the Chihuahua that is one kilo, and then you have a dog that is seventy five kilos. Yeah. <coughs> Yep. So how does your experience with your clients, you know, that you work with in your studio benefit flexiness? Like, does it, is that where you get a lot of your inspiration is like actually working with the dogs or, um, yeah. How, how does that work? Uh, actually, they inspire me a lot when I see them. It's it's especially in my classes because when I have classes, I have more time to just watch them doing it because because I'm not uh, all the time with my clients. I, I I have time to watch and then I then I get ideas. I see how how they their reaction is on equipment. If yeah, sometimes it's just. A little thing you can see that the dog is like one second where the dog is not should I or shouldn't I while when you have an exact uh, same setup the dog is very confidential and going on that one it's quite the same it's it's just slightly different and so um yeah and, and it has to do uh with the with the product it's not like because because they i have a lot a lot of space it's not that they are working i have small i always do small groups so they have mm-hmm. enough space it's not like because they, they don't react like this because there is a dog too close so, so that's that's ev- how yes yeah. <laughs> sorry <laughs> have you ever tested a product so like a new product that you were coming up with and mm-hmm. it's to the point where it got in the testing phase. And I know you test it with lots of different dogs before you're ever going to, you know, put it out actually on the market. Have you ever 
tried something and just like immediately had to scrap it when it got to the dogs? Or is it usually that they you test it and then you just have to make little modifications or like mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh, actually, I, I I have to divide that one. We, we I will start with the latest product uh, products we brought out. So especially uh, when it comes to the product I designed myself, it's like we we are going into this testing phase where we where we tested the the material, um, how the composition of the material. It it, it I mean. Uh, <sighs> I had this one product I, I I really liked because of the size, but I didn't like the texture of the product, and I, I didn't like um, how it was. It worked very good with it worked with tr- well trained Boston Terriers, but when it came to bigger dogs, to heavier dogs, dogs with more less impulse control, uh, they just stood on the on 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 the edge, and it was like flat there or and things like that. And these are things I try to improve in in the new in new products. So when I see things like that, I don't I don't want the products to be slippery. Um, and I, I want them to be also inflatables. I want them to be um, like reliable so that you as trainer or therapist or veterinarian can expect what is happening with the product when it's more inflated or less inflated so it's so so all these things and that's what i'm looking into so we when we brought out the uh, the new twin disc for example we had a lot of we invested a lot of money in shipping in 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 shipping fees to send back and forth uh the samples because because to find the uh material com uh, combination I, I liked that it works for also we have that we have Barbara's dogs Barbara's female Kibaki that the several while you sometimes see in uh, my videos she is very uh, she's a Rottweiler she's very energetic and explosive and she's always a great uh, for me a great response to <coughs> about when it comes to material composition so yeah I be sent back and forth and um i had um sometimes when when it comes to newer products we make a 3d sample first just to test uh, to to test the form mm-hmm. and and structure so obviously, when it is when it's an inflatable, it's 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 just to test the form and maybe if you have a, a, a structure on it. So, um, but with the stable platforms, we, yeah, the new upcoming product, the flex blocks. I first uh, the first samples were bigger than the ones I uh, that are now coming than the final product because I had this uh, idea to make them and they had a different pattern. Uh, then we are producing now then the, the final product has so because sometimes it's just like yeah it looks great on the design it looks it's great in your head but then when it comes to the product it's just not it could be better it's just like it could be better and that's what what 
inspires me myself. I, I always want to be, I'm very competitive. I, I always want to be better. I always compete with myself and I want to do better too. So it's when, when a product comes, a new one, it's like, hmm, how could I have done better? What can I improve on that product? So yeah, that's my mode. I like that. Yeah. It's, I'm always challenging myself. How long, like on average, <laughs> might it take from the time that like you come up with the design and mm-hmm. like the time it goes on market? Like what that's, on average, about how long does it take? That's a great question. And uh, sometimes it, uh, it's very different. It's really yeah. different. Um, sometimes it's, uh, I have, my ideas I mostly have when I'm driving in my car. I, that that's it. That's the that's the next hit. So um, that's how how I made the stacking bars, how yeah. the new the flex blocks uh, were created, and and also I think the power disc. I can't remember. I had I had a harder time figuring out the final form of the twin disc because that was that was something I thought for for about two years. Till I till I had, but with the with those car ideas, um, I I immediately uh, record my idea when I'm driving. I record it. I, that's why so I speak to myself. What uh, what are the specifics I want to have? Then I go when I go home. I start my laptop and start the design process. So if it if I'm quick, um, I will send it to to the. Uh, to the artwork team uh, in in the factory the next day. Wow! If I'm quick, if not, <laughs> when I'm, for example, with the with the flex blocks, where I I had we had several <coughs> <coughs> several samples of how to connect those platforms. For me, it was. Um, First, I had I had this like a connecting piece, and then I was like, I hate that idea. I hate that I you need that people need a, 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 an extra piece to connect these platforms because I know myself, and as I said, I'm my first client. Um, where is this piece? I know it is. It was here. It isn't here. So I, I'm like, oh, and and so this was. I can't do it like that because I don't want to annoy myself. So um, I had I, I send it to the to the artwork team and 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 then I was like no I'm not happy with that that's not good so I made another design I sent it again and I was like no I have a, I, I've had a better idea and then I I did the fi- I I came up thanks to my partner he um, uh, was like why aren't you he sometimes uh, is really useful in this process. I'm lucky he's never listening to this podcast. So, <laughs> so uh, he um, had an idea, and then uh, we together we made this. Uh, <coughs> we made it work um, on on the design, and the artwork team in the factory um, then made the first 3D print, the bigger version, as I said, and then I got the samples. I was trying. The, it worked very. It, uh, the idea is is works fine, but I didn't like the size, and I didn't like the <laughs> first pattern on top. So I had to go back. Um, 
Usually, if it takes if it takes a long time, it's maybe six months from the first idea to the final product here in till the final product here arrives. That's a bit quick. Yeah, because I'm impatient. You know yeah. me. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, it was like with the with the the twin disc. I always say the new twin disc, but new. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It came out out in two thousand twenty one, so it's actually not new. It's the twin disc. Um, it took me a while because to to find the right shape, and we had uh, there was this blog post recently with that very nice picture. It's also available on Instagram where this dog. Uh, not a mid-sized dog is sitting on the twin disc, and and I really like that picture because it exactly shows what I was thinking when designing that shape. So then you have this round part where where the bump goes in and where and the straight parts the space for the legs. So that's that's uh, yeah, I really I really like. I wish I, I have to I have to do a picture like that myself for because it's it really shows um it shows what I wanted to express. Sometimes um I have all these ideas in my head and I I, I sometimes forget that people uh can't look into my head and can't see uh can't can't read my mind. <laughs> what my ideas are behind the product and that not everyone has this uh, 3D vision maybe I have. So it's, hello. <laughs> Is he annoyed? Am I talking too much? <laughs> um, that's really cool. Like, I, I think it's really important for people to understand, yeah, everything that goes into it. Because, you know, on the other side all we see is oh there's a new product available and mm -hmm. um you know there's there's a lot of behind the scenes work that goes into making these products before they ever even get on the market so yeah i mean it starts it starts with with the pattern for example if you have a structure on it it starts with the the shape of how uh, the the distances between those knobs how uh, how work, do they work with different paws how is the how, is it, how we, how is the curve and so on these these are all uh things that you have to consider to to take into consideration and it's 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 a it's a process that is time intensive uh sometimes it's 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 also heartbreaking because you realize i it's not possible at this point to realize this idea because, yeah, some, somehow it doesn't work. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, but I like that. I, I really, that's what I love. That's, I, I really, I'm a very, I can say I'm a very happy or maybe people that believe will say I'm a blessed person or I see <laughs> myself maybe as a blessed person, although I'm, yeah. That's another topic. Uh, because I can do what I really like to do. I, 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 I'm living my dream. 
One of my friends, she always said, when are you going on holiday? When are you doing? You will have a burnout. No, why should I? I do what I like to do. I'm, I'm working seven days a week. <laughs> okay, but it's not really work because I really love what I do. And maybe that's like my, my products are my, my kids, my family. Mm-hmm. Because it's a process. It's like birth, you give like birth. I don't have kids, so don't be offended, those out there listening to this that really gave birth birth to something. Um, I only have dog kids uh, that I helped giving birth and uh, and my products. So it's like, yeah, they are my kids. So maybe. What are your future goals for Flexiness? Like where... Where do you want to take it? What do you what do you want to achieve with it? Um, to, uh, my goal is to to be better than yesterday, to improve, to to produce products um, that help dog owners, trainers, therapists, veterinarians to bring the best for their dog to to support them to yeah i mean it's it's such a young field and um we have to improve to become better and that's my goal just to be better than yesterday i mean and i think you can I, really, I, I, really, yeah i think <laughs> you can really see that in the the evolution of your products like you know if you if you did like a even like a visual timeline of like all <laughs> your product over the last 12 years, you know, like you can see the improvements and you like, you know, some of it is brand new ideas, mm-hmm. but some of it is like, okay, this is what we started with. And then I, you you made it more specific for the dog's needs right like it you yeah I mean even like I said just looking at a visual of it I think you can see that that evolution and improvement um but part of that is also the fact that like when you feel like you have improved a product and made it better and made it safer you, you know, you no longer sell or, you know, continue to market the older products, the product that's been improved exactly. on. And I think that's, I mean, I think it's honorable because it is all about, you know, improvement and safety. But as a business person, you know, you could argue like, oh, but some people may still want that and I'm not offering it anymore. What What is your thinking of like why you don't do that anymore? Like why you say, okay, this product's better. This is the only one I'm going to offer now. Oh, maybe because I'm uh, I'm not that great as a business person because I'm, as I said, I'm my first client um, and I... I pro- if I'm not convinced this is the best at this time, I, don't, I, don't, I, I can't say what is in five years. Maybe we, we change the whole thing all over again. 
all the products I designed today or yesterday, they will, maybe they are all gone. I don't know. We will see. I don't, I, I don't think this will happen, but if there is, um, if we have space to, <coughs> for improvement, I have no problem in letting go. Because in the end, I do this for the dogs. First, for my own dogs. And then for all the dogs out there that like their owners <laughs> uh, believe in us <laughs> and, and, and work with Flexiness products. And uh, yeah, that's, that's how, I, how I grew up in always building something new. Because my father, he never did the same sculpture two times. So I, I, I'm, yeah. I, I know this, how, how I don't know it any different way so that's how I work and if I think if I think the twin disc that came out 21 in five years is not the twin disc I want to have in 29 there will be a different twin disc maybe or maybe there will be no no twin disc and something completely different I don't know that's that's the interesting part in life to 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 grow to change to challenge yourself and if you don't challenge yourself yeah i don't know okay so what's your proudest achievement when it comes to flexiness oh you you're coming with the very difficult questions what is the my proudest achievement i think my proudest achievement is, there is a piece when, of equipment that you're like this when i came up with this i just i was like yes this is this is i'm so proud of it or or maybe a a, a dog that you worked with that you felt like yeah you really helped i don't know <coughs> um Hmm. Okay, so when it comes to equipment, it's like when I have I, I have this black book, and my black book is full of ideas with for new equipment. So if a product, if the container arrives here with a new product, I'm already with my head in the next in the future for the next product. So I love all my products, I love them all, but um, I'm, I'm proud of what we have done the past. <laughs> 12, 12 years uh, but my proudest moment is also I, I love all, my, all the dogs I work with because I work only with clients and dogs I really uh, feel the connection I don't take every client that I, I want to feel the connection to the clients so but my proudest moment is when people like or specialists or experts like you for example uh tell me that you really like the product or the pro or all the product or whatever when when i get feedback that this is what experts or or dog owners that doesn't need to be an expert but when i get that feedback that i love that that's that's a great piece of equipment and my dog loves loves it he, she is always going and running on it and is very happy to work with it when we do, when we start working with it. That's what makes me proud. Awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. <coughs> so I think 
I've gone over all the questions that I had planned. Um, about the only other thing I thought, you know, might be nice to bring up um, is the new flex box, which you've you've mentioned a few times already. Mm-hmm. But that is the new product that what you said is coming out next week. Next or? week, yeah. Finally, yeah, yeah. I got the email uh, on Wednesday, seventeenth. The container arrives. The container arrives. Wow, and that is it's 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 like a platform, mm-hmm. but like you're saying, like it connects together, so you can make different sizes. <laughs> I have one here. Yeah, it's like so this is it. It's quite small. Yeah, it's. It's a stable platform, so mm-hmm. enough advertising. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are already very great stable platforms out there um, for dogs. Stable platform your, for dogs. What was your goal with this specific product? Like, what was the problem you were trying to solve? Since, you know, there are lots of other platforms mm-hmm. out there that people use. What what pro- what specific problem did you see with those that you were trying to solve with the Flexbox? So I was uh, actually, when, when this idea came up, I was um, cleaning my studio and I was like, oh my God, I have so much stuff and it takes so much space we could use to work with dogs. And of course, stable platforms, they use a lot of space. And uh, that's one point and but as we already established i have small dogs and i have clients also clients <laughs> with small dogs and all of these all plat- platforms out there don't are for some work they are just too big for these small dogs and uh, then it's the point i didn't want to bring out a platform for small dogs which just because i want i wanted a versatile product that you can use for all size dogs so i had this idea in mind i want a, i want a small square platform you can attach on all four sides you can attach mm-hmm. as much pieces as you want and it has to be stackable okay so you can build a plank, you can build a square, you can build a plank with a height difference. And so there, there are uncountable possibilities. And in, in fact, when you have several of these, you just, st- you can put, we have mats. Uh, this is a very uh, good thing. But we have mats you can put on top, different, a rubber mat and a sensi mat. Um at the moment maybe there is more to come and you can put the mat on it you can stack them and you just use this space this area in your studio so you can make a high tower if needed to get them yeah to, yeah so and, and, yeah. and it's always and and you can start with one then you can buy a second one and you can build it's like i had this i want lego for canine fitness <laughs> <laughs> That was my idea. That's really cool. Um, 
yeah, Legos, Legos for, for dogs. <laughs> um, I'm really excited for them. I, I, I like, I didn't even think about the fact that, like you said, they're stackable. So you can, mm-hmm. when they're not in use, you can get them out of the way. Um, because yes, like now being in a, a, a clinic environment space is probably one of my most precious commodities commodities space like, is money if you rent yeah, space is money everything yeah so I like that because yeah like you said a mm-hmm. lot of times when you're just putting equipment off to the side you know if it takes up a lot of space now your working space is diminished so that's yeah, but if you only really cool. and with this you but you can still build a platform for your great dane mm-hmm if you want a plank, you might need four because the, the size, uh, the width works with the most. Maybe for an English bulldog, you will need two. But for go, most yeah. breeds, the width of the, it, it works, the jet yeah. width. So it's width, just with yeah. very wide breeds, you might need two. So you, yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Cool. <laughs> We're excited for that to come out um you know like I always I love new products and and trying them um so yay it's like yeah Christmas or my birthday all over again (laughs) yeah I will yeah I will for me first it is a lot of work to unload the container (laughs) but uh, it's very uh, for me it's, it's very exciting I'm really looking forward to this product because it's uh yeah, as I said, they are all my babies. I mean, uh, the first product I really designed myself was the Sensi, the Sensi donut. That was the same time when we met. And mm-hmm. that was very funny because Krista was there too. And actually she had, she had quite the same idea as I had at the same time. That's why we came out with quite similar products at the same time. So that's a very yeah. funny funny story from back then yeah yeah it, it was it was like um you know we all I well I say we all but like those in the profession I think have been giving the feedback on a regular basis of like hey this equipment is it's not the right material. It's, it's slippery for the dogs. Like there's these issues because it was coming from the human side. So, I mean, definitely the, the Sensi donut was one of the first things that was made more specific for the dogs. It was, but I I still wanted the, the, the difference of the two products that came out very at the same time was was I I didn't want the knobs all around the donut because right. I wanted to that's where this versatility thing started I wanted to create something that has these two sides to give therapists trainers the offer the, the possibility to work with both the, the smooth side and the knobs same yeah and, and all these um most of the products I would say, if I just look at it, maybe 90% of the products, they all have these uh, also sometimes hidden things or things I never mentioned because for me, it's that obvious. 
yeah. that I forgot maybe to mention it, but but hidden things to use the product in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was the same with your, was it called, did you call it the Sensi Peanuts that had... The, yeah, the but the sen- the Sensi Peanut that was actually a white label product. Okay. So that was one of my first. That was that wasn't designed by myself. But uh, as we we already talked about this, uh, I'm I'm my goal is to have my individual line of product. I don't want to have the the product that is just uh, this brand has the same product uh, in orange with a different it's, a, it's the same product yeah. i don't want that it for me from the business aspect here it was a great way to start the business to test the market because if when you buy a thousand pieces of something yeah that's that's an investment you're doing yeah. when, when starting a business when you when you get 50 or 100 boxes of of a product and you can't sell it I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, so so explain what a white label product is because I think that is something, if I understand correctly, that confuses some of the con- consumers of mm-hmm. canine fitness equipment. Like when they say, "Well, but all these companies have the same products." What? Yeah. What's the big deal? I mean, I mean, so, I, I, I start with, I maybe start with, uh, with, uh, with some, with a different product category than uh, maybe fitness products. I will, I would, let's start with dog food. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of companies producing dog food, and you, as a business owner, have the possibility to go there to choose your packa- packaging with your logo and get that food in your bag. And you can but sell it exactly worldwide. The same as someone it's else the might same, do. and 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 your neighbor can do the same with his own logo. But in both in both uh, bags is the same food, but one is labeled like this, and the other one is like this. This is totally legit. It's okay, and I think to start a business, it is it is it is okay. But uh, as a creative mind, it's not. It's always like. I, I felt stuck because because I have to buy the product that is existing. And when you have an existing product, everyone else can buy it, of course. So and, and you can't change anything because it is what it is. So you can't change structure, you can't change color, uh, you can't change color, you can't change logo, but you can't change uh, the surface or or material composition is also a little bit difficult you with some products you can with others you can't um and so on so and that um, is a less expensive way to start a business because you it's all it already exists so you don't have to put the the startup costs of like the like creating a mold and all mm -hmm. that process of let's say there are there are if there are two steps in that process when you have a lot when it when we are talking about fitness products now um you have the the existing product that maybe already exists in a color 
<laughs> so when you buy an existing product, you have lower minimum order quantities and you can print your logo on it. Or if you don't want to print your logo, if you want to go less and with a lesser quantity, you don't print a logo on it. So you have, you can buy maybe, yeah, just go on all these websites where you can buy it. So you can buy 10 pieces mm. and you then at home make a sticker put a sticker on it then you can brand it where they where where this uh, logo is on the product but still the same color and then the third step would be you produce said product in in your color and label it with your logo so these are these three possibilities maybe there is more i don't know but these these were the steps uh, when you <laughs> steps i'm familiar with but this was at the point um, that wasn't enough. It yes. wasn't enough for me. If if someone is happy with that, I it's, it's okay with me. I, it's not enough. I want to improve. I want to give a product my idea. I want to... I see what my dogs need and I want to give it to my, to give it to my dogs. Yes. To my training, yeah. it's just, yeah, that's what I'm realizing, what I try to realize. Yeah. And then it's a lot more investment when you're doing that because, yeah, of course, yeah, of all the like steps, like they have to design a mold specific for that product. And like you said, minimum order then goes up. And it's, yeah, so that's also why it kind of makes you different as a canine fitness company because you're willing to put in that investment um to try new things and that to me shows a lot of dedication to to the field um because it's not just of like oh i can yeah slap my my name and the color i like on something that's already out there yeah, I mean that's that's you have that in all when it comes to veterinary field you have that. I mean you can buy your you can buy you you can make your own laser brand white labeled with like white label products. Can come up with that. So so you there are a lot of possibilities out there with these products and I think when we come back to the fitness equipment it is still okay if you start a business and and um, I mean, it, it takes a lot to understand how these products work, what the needs are. And, and you need, in my opinion, how can I say that? I'm not very far satisfied with something. Yeah. There may, might be people out there, they are very satisfied with, with do-it-yourself things or uh, with your average IKEA product. That's not... In a world where, where you can buy Apple, I buy Apple. That's how I am. And I, in, in the, and I, that's what I... Yeah, that's my goal. I get it. I want yeah. I want my products to be pretty. Mm -hmm. If only I like them, I'm fine. I'm completely fine with it. 
<laughs> well, but- luckily, I think a lot of people agree with you <laughs> and like like the colors and like the pretty, <laughs> like the combination of things. Like, I know mm-hmm. for me, I, and again, like I like walking into my fitness room and having I mean they're not all the same color but they all go together and and rather than like contrasting colors that are like clashing with each other I like and I think it sets like we all know like color can affect emotion and to me this like palette of like the purples and blue like it is more calming which has Mm -hmm. always been a huge goal of mine in my clinic like I am exactly all about like everyone's calm there's no none of that frantic energy going on we all are you know deep breaths and like it's okay (laughs) like we can we can get through this so and I do think the color really helps with that um to the point where even in my new place I like purposefully was like my fitness room is going to have a very neutral gray on the wall Mm -hmm. so that all the pretty colors can just look really nice and go together there is I don't know if you if you have ever seen it there is I've seen it I can't remember when uh, there is that bookstore or library in Seoul South Korea and that it, it's it's one picture, one perspective. You see that enormous, gigantic room full of books, uh-huh. and and it has a sh- I, I can't you can't even say it's a shelf. It's it's just a wall. Or it's a it's the whole room is full, and all books have different colors. But it's like uh, when you see it, it's like it's homogenic. It's all is different, yeah. but it works together. And it's like, this is always a picture that insp- it inspires me a lot because it's like, wow, you see it. And it's all these uh, ideas people had in, they, in books and, and they all, every book has its own uh, back and they, but it goes together and forms this very beautiful photo. So, yeah. and that's, yeah, that's okay. My creative mind is uh, running free right now. I'm very sorry, but that's how I work. <laughs> it makes you very happy, which is yeah, that's, that's a huge part. Mm-hmm. So, really, that wraps up all my questions. Is there anything that we didn't cover that you just want to mention real quick? that you think is important to know about flexiness? I don't know. I think I have, I have, uh, I think we covered it all. It's just, um, yeah, we, we go on, we will do what we are, or the word, I will go on with doing what I think I'm best at, inventing new stuff. That's what I'm doing. And how can people find out more about flexiness? Like, what's what's your website, Facebook page? Oh, uh, it's it's flexiness.ch uh, or flex or gongwork.ch. On uh, they they can contact, they can email me, they can email you or message me. <laughs> they can they find me on on find flexiness on Instagram or on Facebook 
uh yeah everywhere i'm not i'm not on i am actually on tiktok but i never used it so i think i'm too old for that (laughs) (laughs) and i can attest to if you contact like even through facebook um she will actually answer it will not go just unread um her responses are very good timely she wants to help people out answering questions about flexiness and if you have flexiness products support you um if you have questions or concerns about them so um the she is the customer service so <laughs> and yeah and i mean we actually just had that that on on through one of your posts with someone who had an issue with one of the products so uh, she she's getting uh thanks to clean run she is getting a replacement uh, the next days so also huge shout out to um clean runs customer service who made this possible awesome cool well i think that wraps up everything today so we're gonna say goodbye and end like a traditional let's talk can you i forgot what was it i can't remember (laughs) remember it's stay fit stay fit and and stay in the game stay in the game (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk Canine Fitness. If you enjoyed our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and online at www.facebook.com. Let's talk caninefitness.com. Want some bonuses? Support us on Patreon. Every month we will release a mini sode exclusively from Patreon questions, plus other special bonuses you will find only on the Let's Talk Canine Fitness Patreon page. This episode was produced by Leslie Ide and Katarina Mattioli. Music written and performed by Moonfly. Music provided by premiumbeat.com.